Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Oh, Alex, this is the mood board for the next edition. Yes, yes. Sex pitch, Aristo. Oh, sex punk whore bitch. Prozzy, um, prozzy, <laughs> leggy, punk, tar. Slut, slut. <laughs> oh, but Alex, Alex, with lovely shoes. Oh, yes. <laughs> On this episode of The Commercial Break. Those three things have to be there. And if you have a Coke dealer at the end of the bar... <laughs> Even better. You're a four-legged table. You're going to stand the test of time. You're always going to be there, no matter what. No matter what comes a rocking. You're always going to be standing. Not too straight. obvious. Yeah, not too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to look upscale. He's got to look yeah. like a person. He's by himself. That would be at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> not the white guy with dreadlocks that smells like patchouli and is wearing sandals in the middle of December. And the next episode of the commercial break starts now. Welcome back to the commercial break. I am Brian Green. This is my dear friend and Valentine, Kristen Joy Hoadley. Best to you, Kristen. Best to you, Brian. Best to you out there in the podcast universe. Uh, so, the, Valentine's Day last week. I am yes. waiting for my son to ask these eventual questions. Like, <laughs> we're driving by and he's like, there's a, the big hearts out in someone's yard and it says, like, be mine. We're right. stopped at the stoplight and he's like, Daddy, what's be mine mean? And I'm like, well, twice a year, mommy and daddy get together without the children to have consensual but really rough sex. He's like, I'm going to go play with my Legos. Yes. Exactly what you should do, son. Stick, exactly. Stick to the Legos. One of these days, you're going to find out what an asshole your dad is. <laughs> I woke up in like a cold sweat the other night. And Astrid and I were having this conversation that I woke up in a cold sweat because I'm realizing that at some point, his friends are going to find the commercial break or he's going to tell them what my dad does mm-hmm. the commercial break and then that is going to be a source of embarrassment for him for the rest of his life I don't know that that many people are listening no no no, They'll no. Know. just a few people listening that's <laughs> <laughs> And the good news is, it's no one that we actually know that's listening to the show. Right. So. And the good news is, there's a thousand million podcasts out there. So There's a million podcasts. Yeah, so it's kind of like a oh, podcast. Every yeah. boy, girl, white boy, <laughs> white girl team friend has a podcast about comedy. <laughs> and we're all doing it poorly. <laughs> except for a few. 
that. <laughs> I just wonder if like Matthias is going to come home one day and be like, "I hate you and I hate what you do." <laughs> Not when he's driving around in his Lamborghini and going to chef school. Yeah, as he's going to chef school. Bye, honey. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Keep those episodes coming. Your son's going to chef school. Again, he's been going for 26 years in a row. In Italy. In Italy. <laughs> Just waiting for you to die, honey. Just waiting for you to die. But put on a couple more episodes before you do. Gotta keep that back catalog nice and thick. <laughs> I read some crazy news the other day, and I'll, I'll share it with you, and then you tell me what you think. Okay. The average, the average penis size in the last 30 years has grown by 30%. The average erect penis size has grown. I think I'm saying that correct. Should I put a comma there somewhere? Because, of course, it's grown by 30%. <laughs> Mine grows by double. <laughs> Why, Brian? Why, Brian 3000? <laughs> Why, Brian 3000? Um, I read this article, and I was like, oh, that's interesting, but mm-hmm. mm, how, how's that really relevant, right? Mine's not growing by 30%, so I don't know. <laughs> what I read was, that this scientist in Stanford did a 30-year study. Now, penis measurement goes back 80 years. I actually think it goes back to the beginning I of time. I think so, too. Yeah. Yes, but men have been looking at Yeah, men have been measuring cocks forever. There's got to be like a, you know, in the caves where there's you know, a, a drawing. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. You got... Uh, oh, wait. Uh, 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 me penis big. Me penis bigger. Show me penis bigger. Yes. Rub together to make fire. <laughs> uh, I'm sure that since it's a constant fascination yes. with penises, us and, the, us and our penises. And I, I can't explain why. I guess it's because it's there and it's out. Like it's not, it's <laughs> yeah, not in, it's true. out. It's not hidden. No yeah. Way. It's like if someone puts a ball in front of me, I'm going to pick it up and start playing with it. Right. That's just how I am. <laughs> Because it's it's something that it's I can there. touch. Yeah, yeah, it's there and something I can touch and it's outside my body and I, I like to touch it. So anyway, so I'm sure this has been going on forever, but actual scientific measurements, keeping records of it have been, has been going on for 80 years. And the size stayed relatively consistent with the size of the human body. Mm-hmm. As people have grown taller, the penises grew a little bit bigger. But over the last 30 years, it's accelerated and 30% growth, that's 10% a decade, is a lot. And scientists are trying to figure out exactly why this is happening. It's cow's milk. Uh, yeah, the hormones. Grass-fed grass, yes. Viagra. Now, that's right, Viagra. <laughs> Viagra is fundamentally changing the body makeup. It's changing the body makeup, mm-hmm. and it's in the fucking water. Like, mm-hmm. it's in your water. Viagra, Vicodin. First of all, who's throwing out Vicodin? What kind of stupid ideas? You get $5 <laughs> a pop on the street for that shit. First of all. Second of all, all this shit in the water and the chemicals that are in the air. and in our pans. Everything. These microphones, this hat I'm wearing, these headphones. Yeah. We are fucked. As a human race, I think we got about 10 good years left. Mm-hmm. But for everything changed. Everything changes. And you that's know, why we'll be avatars. Yeah, that's that's right. We're gonna go to the <laughs> I think we should go to the metaverse. Yes. That's what's gonna happen. The kids are yeah. gonna start making babies in the metaverse mm-hmm. because their penises are too Whole big to get lives their penises are too big live. to get erect without harming themselves. They're gonna have to go <laughs> into the metaverse and have meta sex mm-hmm. and have meta children where it's safe and it's relatively the, the thing that's the thing that's crazy is while the penis sizes are going up, the testosterone counts and 
uh, the testosterone counts are going and sperm counts are going down. So this scientist thought, well, sperm and testosterone going down, penis size will go with it. Not true. Going up. And this is concerning. Why is this concerning? Because anytime you fuck with reproductive organs of any living being, it could spell trouble for birth rates. Mm -hmm. And birth rates are a big deal. Mm -hmm. Like China right now has a huge problem with birth rates. They are going to crash and burn because they have way more old people than they do young people. Mm -hmm. And the young people are not procreating. They're not having sex. Yeah. So this is because they're in the metaverse. Because they're in the metaverse. That's they're right. They're way ahead, anyways. Yeah. All that anime stuff. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen some of that anime? That's crazy. Uh, it is. Jesus, <laughs> a dragon tail penetrating somebody from their anus through their mouth. <laughs> Yeah. And enjoying it. I just right. don't get it. Yeah. yeah. There's way more options. It's called, I think, hentai is the name of some of that stuff. Okay. Uh, no, I don't think that's Chinese. I actually think that's Japanese. But hentai porn is crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's insane. I've never watched it, but I've heard it's <laughs> insane. I've watched it. It's pretty yeah. insane. So, <laughs> figures you had. Yeah. So the, the penis sizes have grown to an average erect of 5.5. Doesn't 5.5 inches seem small erect? Mm. I mean, not for me. That's about three inches more than I got going on. But <laughs> see, I mean, it seems like I thought six maybe was an average. I thought six or seven was the average. I always had that. Like, I think this is like one of those urban myths that runs around when yeah. you're a teenager. Right. That your penis is supposed to be seven <laughs> inches erect. Well, it depends on the sample size. You've got micro penises thrown in with porn stars. With porn stars. You're going to go a little up one way or the other. The guy who has the largest largest measured penis in the world is a guy named Jonah. He lives in New York. He's like a Mets fan and commentator on the internet. He has his own (laughs) podcast. Of course he does. Of course he does, yeah. He's not famous for his penis. He's famous for being a Mets. Also, did they discover that the Mets fan part was he like at a game? And they're yeah, like, he's there he game. is. There he is. They're, look at the size of that man's penis. Hey, we can see it through his shorts. Jonah's dick showed up three <laughs> minutes before Jonah did. <laughs> we got to clear the four seats in front of us. What if you're just like watching a Mets game and he's sitting right behind home plate and he's just got a flagpole? <laughs> or what if you're sitting at a Mets game and someone bumps you from behind yeah. and you're like, oh, and then you turn around and there's you like, like get there You get hit in the back of the head like, yeah. oh. Sorry, man. I got to pee. (laughs) Happens every time. (laughs) His dick cannot get hard because they are afraid that if not, they are afraid. It just can't get hard because not enough blood can flow there. Yeah. Yeah. But even doctors have told him like, hey, if you get fully erect, it's likely you're going to pass out (laughs) or die because your blood's going to go all your penis and there's not going to be enough left in your body, which is just crazy. I have the opposite problem. (laughs) I have the opposite problem. I get smarter when I get erect. Um, <laughs> That's good. Yeah. And so this, this take all the funny dick jokes out of it, like the low-hanging fruit, which is what we do, basically. But take all of that out of it. And it's just concerning in a way because if the female reproductive organs are not changing to accommodate that, I'm talking about like, you know, ha- having babies, like heterosex having babies. Mm-hmm. If the female organs are not changing to accommodate that, then it could spell real trouble you're doing Down your part, line. Brian. I am doing my part twice a year <laughs> when the kids are asleep because we've given them way too much. <laughs> and, you, and you've had three children, so you're doing your part on that side, too. <laughs> Still not sure who the second or third's father is, but we're going to find that out real quick. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to morph into Jerry Springer, <laughs> yeah, that's just right. so you guys know. <laughs> uh, we should we're going to use Brian's we should go family. On Maury Povich. We should submit to go on Maury Povich. <laughs> totally. 
My wife will never let that happen. But no. it would be fun if we could. Would you go? Would Jeff no. let you? No. I don't want to go. Do we have any friends we could send over there? <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> we send Will the Champ or somebody yes. to just make up a whole. Will would be perfect episode. for it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know that the Maury Povich show probably has the exact same standards for getting on air that the Jerry Springer show did, oh, which yeah. is just just pretend. None. Yeah. None. <laughs> <laughs> because so many of those guys are not the father. And I have a hard time believing. I mean, I guess that happens lots, but it seems awful suspicious. That every person who comes on Maury Povich doesn't know who the father is. Right. Like, wouldn't you know that? <laughs> Probably within a degree of certainty. Unless... Maybe even before you came on the show. Yeah. Well, now with Ancestry and 23andMe, all that stuff's coming all to light. Stuff. Don't do that stuff. <laughs> I and did. I, I know that they want, I, they've actually pitched us to be an advertiser before one of those companies, but I know you did. Mm-hmm. But they have your DNA now. I know, if you don't think they're selling it. that to the government. Oh, what? Well, have you been on the internet? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Our data is long gone. True, so. but my DNA is mine. I'm keeping my DNA. Okay. Well, actually, I don't. I'm yeah. sure my DNA is. All so you have to have is one of your relatives do it. So. Yeah, so that's true. Yeah. Fuck, and I got a twin brother. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> fuck. Fuck. Might fuck, as well fuck, do fuck, it. Fuck. Uh, Kevin, don't do twenty three and me. <laughs> I implore you. Actually, I think he's done it. So we're all screwed. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. So um, so this like this reminded me, this whole like lovemaking thing, that Valentine's Day was just a couple days ago. What yes. did you do? We didn't do a lot because... You didn't make any love? Well, <laughs> we did make love. You did? Oh, sweet, that's sweet so love. sweet. No, I mean, we we have Valentine's Day every day, really, at our in our house. Valentine's Day is such a fucking sham. But my birthday is really close. Oh yeah, that's Valentine's right. Happy Day. birthday. Thank happy you. happy so belated it's just a birthday. Whole month of February celebrations. Yeah, Chrissy requested off the entire month of February. <laughs> I told her no. And she said in, in her contract <laughs> said, it said cannot guarantee sober. That's what I was going to say. Fine. I'll just come in drunk. <laughs> well, whatever. <laughs> no one's listening anyway. Right. No one's listening except for right. my kids friends, so I'm not worried about it. <laughs> hey kids. <laughs> Blues clues on the TV. <laughs> Daddy in here talking about cocaine. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you guys just kind of you do it like we do it. We don't care. I like a good card, a very thoughtful card, oh, yeah, and yeah. just like a gesture of of something. But no, my birthday's the main finale. <laughs> it's a few days it's later. The big bang. So that's where the big present comes in. Well, I have to say, you got through it relatively sober. <laughs> I I mean, relatively intact, not sober, but relatively intact. You I'm didn't proud. See of me you. this past weekend. I didn't, but you showed up to work today, so I'm <laughs> happy about that. I thought for sure I was going to get that phone call on Monday, like, hey, sorry, can't come in today. <laughs> no, you only call in sick to places you don't care about. Aww, I care about That's this. very sweet. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm the only one who calls in sick on this show. <laughs> February, uh, Valentine's Day is such a fucking scam. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it is such a fucking scam. If you love somebody, you should give them a, a debt of... A, bow of gratitude every single day Absolutely. in some way, shape, or form. There shouldn't be some... Spe- I mean, listen, I get it. It reminds you like of normally the normally every day. I don't really like you, but today... Yeah. <laughs> I know we don't get along chocolate. all that well. <laughs> now let's go have sex. Like, that doesn't make sense anyways. I know we don't get along all that well. <laughs> but I thought I'd remind you of how much I loved you one time. Right. <laughs> I thought I'd remind you of when I used to say I love you to you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if you were, and if you were that person, still, I would love you. 
But things have changed. Yeah, but things have changed. But we've too. got this day to remind us, though. So let's just love each other one day a year now. <laughs> yeah. It's that one day a year. <laughs> yeah, going out on Valentine's Day is a little bit... It's a little amateur If you hour. ever worked in the restaurant business, then you know that Valentine's don't Day... Don't work it. ...is like New Year's Eve <laughs> when you pay $185 to go into that small room where techno music is playing too loud and everybody is too drunk to see and throwing up on themselves. Yes. I'm still cleaning off my shoes from last year. I'm not interested in going. <laughs> yeah, and if you work on Valentine's Day, it's you the one day to. a year you do not want to work. Why? Mm. Because everybody who's never showed up at a nice restaurant or any restaurant whatsoever comes out of the woodwork on Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. crams the place, makes it miserable for everybody. You're never going to get your food on time. Your drinks aren't going to be there. Your order's going to be wrong, and your check's going to be uh, way too much money. That's how it works. And most restaurants, they just, you know what they do? They buy a buttload of steak and a buttload of lobster, and they charge you twice that, what they would normally on a normal day because mm-hmm. they know that... You are going to come in the restaurant and you are going to spend money because you, like a Pavlovian dog, are going to <laughs> are going to see that date, fourteenth yes. of February, on the calendar, and you're going to feel obliged to make a reservation for you and your loved one. That's, That's it. The way it goes for sure. It's like uh, you know Mardi Gras. I don't know. You pay too much money to get to drink booze <laughs> that you would normally pay three dollars for, right? Um, but. Astrid and I decided we were going to go out to a restaurant the day before that's Now, that's Day. a smart move. That's a pro move right that there, guys. Pro. Here's a Here's a love tip from Brian. You want a love tip <laughs> from, from Brian? Brian? Yeah. A love tip from Brian. <laughs> take your girlfriend out on, take your girlfriend, boyfriend, or otherwise out on Valentine's Day, but just pretend it's the day before. So you'll pay less money and have less aggravation. Actually, if you really want a pro move, go the week before. Right. Because the day before, everyone's onto that one, too. Mm-hmm. Or have a birthday on the 19th and then... Yeah, and then you just... <laughs> celebrate it all. Yeah. Watch uh, Chrissy will walk around in skimpy clothing <laughs> the entire month. <laughs> right. Half drunk. Little dibbity dabs. <laughs> Martini glass in hand. <laughs> Martini glass in hand. She's like, uh, what were those two girls... We're those two ladies that used to do that show. The absolutely British lady, absolutely fabulous. Yeah, I love that yeah, show. Yeah, you remind me of one of those ladies. <laughs> hey, everybody out there in the podcast universe, it's time for the dreaded commercial break inside the commercial break. It's season number four. You've heard it all before, so let's get to it quickly. You can text us or leave us a voicemail at 1 855 TCB 8383. Questions, comments, concerns, or content ideas, send them to 855 TCB 8383 toll free from anywhere in the world. Visit our website, tcbpodcast.com, to listen to any of the audio, watch any of the video, or send us a message. Hit the contact us button. Instagram and TikTok at the commercial break. And now YouTube videos the same day they air on the audio feed. They'll air youtube.com slash the commercial break. Chrissy and I are very grateful every time you choose to listen to the commercial break. If you're ever in the market for our sponsors, products, or services, all we ask is that you use the specialized URLs or codes. Thanks again for being part of the TCB family. Now let's hear from those sponsors and we'll be back to this episode of the commercial break. So Astrid and I decide we're going to go out to this restaurant, a restaurant we had been to before, but just for drinks. We just went to the bar part because they couldn't get us in. It was so crowded. Everybody is... Oh, it's the buzzy new place. It's the buzzy, buzzy new place. There are (laughs) a a couple types of restaurants, but I'm going to focus on two during this conversation. The first is the restaurant that opens the doors and day one, 
the first time you go there, that new restaurant that's got a lot of buzz and everyone wants to go to and it's a hard reservation to get, mm-hmm. you walk in and from the moment that you walk through the door, everything is great. Yeah. The atmosphere, the dark music, lights. dark lights, mm-hmm. simple, simple, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. simple decor. The food is fresh, simple ingredients cooked really well. Music isn't too loud. There's not a menu that's 10 pages long. You don't have to go QR code your menu. That's right. (laughs) Uh, It's not 10 pages long. It's a couple simple items that the chef Mm -hmm. knows how to kill. Like he just knows how to kill it. People are talking, but not too loud enough so they don't hear your conversations, but not too loud that you can't hear your conversation. a little bit of music going on in the background. Not too slow, not too fast. Not too slow, not too fast. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe an upbeat piano. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe there's a guy <laughs> playing piano in the bar, but he's like, you know, da 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 da. Yeah. Welcome to the Holiday Inn Sheboygan. I'll be with you here all week. Don't let me get in the way of your meal. Don't let me stop you from having that steak. Da 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 da. Don't go changing. Try and please me. You never would that way before. I want your steak to be perfectly cooked for. It's another Valentine's Day. Yeah, you know, you get it. You get the yes. restaurant. Everyone has it. Every, any town in America, anywhere in the world. You can just automatically think of it. You think of it and you know. That's steady Eddie shit. I'm going to go in there. I'm going to pay a little bit of money and I'm going to have fantastic service and fantastic food. Then there's a second type of restaurant. <laughs> That wants to be all those things, but has fallen short. Yeah. Well, there's the trifecta of things that make a great restaurant, like we were just saying. Atmosphere. Yep. uh, As well as service. Yep. And food. Those three things have to be there. Those three things. And if you have a Coke dealer at the end of the bar. (laughs) Even better. You're a four-legged table. You're going to (laughs) stand the test of time. You're always going to be there, no matter what. No matter what comes a rocking, you're always going to be famous. Not too straight. obvious. Yeah, not too obvious. Yeah, yeah. He's got to look upscale. He's got to look oh, yeah. <laughs> like a person. He's by himself. That would be at the bar. Yeah, <laughs> not the white guy with dreadlocks that smells like patchouli and is wearing sandals in the middle of December and sunglasses in the middle of the night. You yeah, know what I'm saying? He's an upscale dealer. Yeah, he's an upscale dealer. He's Probably drinking a whiskey. Yeah, he's drinking a whiskey. He's not doing his own shit. Mm-mm. He's not doing no. his own shit. No, no. Yeah, no. but if you go to the bartender, you're like, psh, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, My bro's getting married for the third time. You know what? Get a little. (laughs) You know, don't make it too obvious. Go like this. Put your finger to your nose. (laughs) Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. You know? You holding? You holding? (laughs) And don't do that. And what your bartender goes, don't do that. (laughs) He's like, don't do that. That guy at the end of the bar. I'll talk to him for you. Yeah. (laughs) Clearly, you don't know the language, so I'll talk to you. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll make 20 bucks for doing it. Right. I'll get free Coke because you're buying through me. Yeah. <laughs> this does nothing to, uh, by the way, this does nothing to assage the guy who said that all we talk about is cocaine. <laughs> well, we talk about what lived, we know. I was yeah. going to say, we talk about, we've lived a long life. We've lived a long life. That's many years ago, but we yes. still know. Once you know, you well, know. You, you can't unsee yeah, what you see. It's so true. It becomes part of your DNA. You're always going to be a restaurant worker who saw a lot of drugs uh-huh. be transacted across the bar. It's just the way it is. All right? Got it? 10 four. All right, so we all know what a good restaurant is. Then we have the opposite of good restaurant, and that that is bad restaurant. But somewhere in between, there is wannabe good restaurant, never will be good restaurant. Restaurant mm-hmm. that's destined to close mm-hmm. within 30 days. Because 
Or might hang on for six months. Might hang on for six. You know, here in Atlanta, like every. It'll give enough people enough time to try it and not go back. That's right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's, it'll, give every, it'll give all of the city of Atlanta enough time <laughs> so to go in it. and never return. Yeah, don't yeah. go back. Enough people will talk shit about it like I am here on the commercial break <laughs> that they'll just won't go. And then, you know, because for every, it, restaurant business is hard. Restaurant yeah. tours a lot of them have no fucking clue what they're in for. It's not like a franchise. Like, you go to get a Chick-fil-A, you're going to spend five years spending a year at every position in the Chick-fil-A before they'll even entertain the idea of you owning a Chick-fil-A restaurant, which will make you an instant millionaire, right? But in the restaurant business, like sit-down dining restaurant business. You need a little money to get started. Buy a space or rent a space. Rent a space. Have them build it out. Yeah. Get the uh, purveyors to give you some food on credit, and there you go. Yeah. Every 10 Hire restaurants. Hire some cheap labor. That's it. Hire some cheap labor. Hire people that have no idea what's going <laughs> right. on in a restaurant, and you have a recipe for a wannabe good restaurant, right? They're, they're beautiful people, maybe, but they're, they don't know what's going yes, on either. Yes, that's right. For every 10 restaurants, eight of them close within the first three years. Because restaurant businessing thing. is hard. It is very It's really hard. hard. And you have to have that magic sauce. You have to have three of the four components that we talked about. <laughs> you, can, you have to have good service, good food, good atmosphere, and a, and a under low-key cocaine dealer. <laughs> you can take one of those away. You can take away the good service and keep the cocaine dealer, <laughs> but you can't take away two. And you certainly can't have zero, right? right? We know a guy who opened up four different restaurants in the same fucking the same space, space in like three years. He just kept changing the name and getting new wait staff. Didn't yeah. pay the old one and just moved try on. Try this now. Yeah, try this. Try this, try this <laughs> shitty food or shitty service and shitty atmosphere. <laughs> oh, and by the way, walk, walk through my metal detectors before you go. So Astrid and I go to this restaurant that we thought when we went to the bar looked really good. We saw that the reservations were jam-packed for month, for weeks ahead of time. And so we were like, let's go to that restaurant. It was a beautiful space. It was a beautiful space. It's Chrissy, we walk in and it is absolutely gorgeous. One of the most beautiful restaurant spaces I've ever seen. They have a carpet, a, wall, a ceiling that looks like a carpet made of flowers, Ooh. real flowers. I don't think it was and real greenery, flowers, but it looks, yeah, yeah, greenery and a waterfall behind. And the whole night, like the, the tables are beautiful. The chairs are beautiful. Everything is on fleek. So they've got that. They've got that. They got the one thing. Okay. Good atmosphere. The second that you walk in the door, there are 15 hostesses standing at that fucking hostess. I don't understand. Station. What all is that all about? There's like a you, team. They don't even hostesses. have menus. It's a QR code. What do you possibly need 15 hostesses for? Yeah, because it used to be one hostess would be cleaning the menus yes. and you know checking you and showing you to the table. One was usually a head hostess. A head hostess. Yeah, but yeah. now I don't know what anybody's I doing. I went no to a restaurant idea. last night. I'm like, hey. Uh, who do I uh, talk to again? Yeah, all, that's right. All four of you. Are all four like of you are not doing anything. <laughs> you haven't even said hello. <laughs> You're just looking at me. When when the when the hostess or host looks at you with disdain the second that you walk yes, in the door, you, you automatically it's done. I'm done. I don't want to come back. I do not want to come back. No, I need a big welcome. There were 15 welcome hostesses our... and hosts standing at the stain stand, and none of them said hello. And then someone took us to our table and they were like, you know, they don't even say anything. They just drop the menus there yeah. and they're like, uh, John, I'll be with you. You know, It's like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> but then it's not John. It's not John. <laughs> Wendy comes up and here's Wendy. Hi, I'm Wendy. 
welcome to whatever, blah, 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 restaurant, wannabe restaurant, and uh, it's going to be me and Dave and April and John are going to be taking care of you. Anytime there's team waiting, that means that they're all going to pass the buck to the next guy. Somebody's going to fall short. You're never going to be paid attention to, especially when it's just two of you. They're paying attention to the 10 top that's going to make them $100. They're not paying attention to Brian and Astrid. They don't give a shit. And so it's like this. He's like, you know, uh, hey, hey, Wendy, Wendy. Hey, it's been like 30 minutes. You think we could take a drink order? Oh, John's taking drink orders tonight. He'll be right back. <laughs> and then Dave comes over, and Dave's like, hey, guys, how you doing? Uh, you get a chance to hear the specials? No, actually, we'd like a drink. Oh, uh, Wendy's doing the drinks. Let me get it. Uh, she said John was doing drink. No, John's in the back. He just passed out. Uh, <laughs> but don't worry. We got you covered. All five of us taking care of you. You know who ends up getting you the drinks? The bus boy. You want to know right. why? <laughs> He's paid the least. He cares the most. It's unbelievable. He sees you. Yeah, he sees you. Getting agitated as he's clearing other tables and he sees and you. He sees yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, he notices. So he... He's, because that guy should own the fucking restaurant. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. And will one day. And, and it'll will. be a great restaurant That's right. that we'll all go back to time and again. Goddamn right. Goddamn Skippy. <laughs> I look around this restaurant and, and I realize quickly that I'm in a wannabe restaurant in all senses of the word. Uh-huh. This isn't the hottest restaurant in Atlanta. This is the hottest restaurant amongst people who want to be, to be at, at the, the hottest, hottest restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> who couldn't get into the real hottest restaurant, so they came to this one. Me included, <laughs> by the way. Just sharing that. I'm the same dumbass who walked in the door. There are guys wearing 12-piece suits. There are girls with their nipples hanging out. There's a lot of leopard skin going on in there. You know, bright colors and leopard skin. I just Duck I, lips. Dark lips. Yeah. Smoky duck, eyes. Duck lips. Duck lips. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, average age, like, you know, 49 years old, you know what I'm saying? 49, <laughs> two second breast awesome augmentation. Mm-hmm. I look around, and listen, whatever, you look like whatever you look like, you dress how you dress, that's cool, no problem. But I just look around and I see that there's just a lot of wannabeing going on. Yeah. And within two, three, four minutes of sitting down, like it's like most restaurants, it's got a bar area, it's got a, a dining area. Within two, Did three, four minutes. Did you spy the Coke guy at the bar? I spied the coke guy right next to me. <laughs> I didn't need to go to the bar. I spied the coke guy. He was guy. eating there too. Yeah, I think the coke guy was John, who never showed up to take our drink orders. <laughs> it's horrible service from the beginning. Uh, it was, no, good. let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. It wasn't a horrible service. It was service. It just wasn't service. good. It just wasn't good. And that, it makes the huge difference. Astrid asked the lady, uh, one of the, you know, 12 waiters on, uh, that was waiting, hey, do you, have, do you have any recommendations? Like, do you have any specials, anything special that you would recommend? And she's like, no, not tonight. <laughs> no, not tonight. Okay. <laughs> Take yourself back to Friday night. Right. Do you have any specials or anything right. you would or try? Or anything then? you specifically like on the menu? Is there anything you would yeah. like on the menu? That's what she asked her yeah. basically, and yeah. she's like, "No, not tonight." <laughs> nice. And then when they ask, nice. And then we ask if you want a drink, and you say, "No, I'm good with the water." It's over for a lot of waiters oh, at yeah. that point. They're oh, like, yeah. "Oh no, that's where I make my money." I fuck that guy. <laughs> right. right. Within three. <laughs> I know, that's true. <laughs> they automatically discount you. And I don't blame them because I also right. had that mentality when I was a waiter. <laughs> Sober guy and, and a table 21's an asshole. Not even to order a drink. It's probably going to tip me in quarters. Yeah. <laughs> that sober asshole. I'm drunker than he is. <laughs> Within two, three, four minutes of sitting down at the table, uh, all of a sudden there's all this racket coming from the bar. It's a fucking four-piece band. This restaurant is tiny. It's a four-piece band. There's 50-foot ceilings with the flower wall or whatever the fuck is going on. 
It is so obnoxiously loud, oh, no. but it's not music that you can discern because of all, it's such a big room. It's all echo. It's like, you know, it's, it's just Chrissy. It was just awful. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I can't, I can't, can't hear anything. Right. And then oh. we're sitting on this long bench with the tables parked at the bench. And then you got one chair, one oh. bench. The whole situation is just kafukta. We're sitting in the back of the restaurant. All I can hear, all I can hear is. <laughs> hey, uh, David, do you think you could get Wendy? Because we need another fork, and I heard she's in charge of forks tonight. No, that's Dave. I'll get him in a few minutes. Thanks, bud. <laughs> No problem. Let me drop off these alcoholic drinks to this table over here, and then I'll be back to you after I serve that other guy. <laughs> I just need a fork. I dropped mine on the floor. No problem. Got you covered. Going to send the best boy over as soon as I take her drink, get his dessert, and talk to the cocaine dealer. I'll be back later. <laughs> You're not going to tip me anyway, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> it was so, the whole experience was so bad. Then the food comes out. And let me tell you about the food, Chrissy. I order, what did I order? Oh, I ordered. Because at this point, things could have redeemed themselves. Could have redeemed themselves. With the food. Absolutely. Because you can almost deal with the bad service if the atmosphere is great. Although the music is sounding like it was big oh, in the atmosphere. It was not so great. loud in there. It was and awful. And then if the food, though, was excellent, then you might. Okay. Yeah, not. Let me t- let me share about the, the, the music. Having, wor- having run restaurants with live music. That's part of the ambience. It's part of the ambience. But what I determined is it's late night and late night only. Yes. Can you have a four-piece band playing when the drunk people are ready to talk to the Coke dealer, right? That's yep. when you have the music playing because it keeps the party going. Mm-hmm. When it's dinner time, maybe the piano, maybe a guy with a guitar, but you have to keep it quiet so that just the bar can hear it. It's ambiance maybe music. Maybe a harp. Maybe a harp. <laughs> <laughs> a harp. Welcome to Wannabe Restaurant. <laughs> Here's your steak, sir. <laughs> See, that, that kind of... That that's could a, work. That's yeah. a thing. Oh. That, that sounds like a good concept, if, actually. Actually, if they had a, a harpist... Let's start a restaurant, yeah, Brian. <laughs> that's it. Every time they put something down on the table, they'd be like... <laughs> Ta-da! You'll fillet all pops up! <laughs> I love this concept. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ma'am, your martini? <laughs> Sir, your water? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, you know what are getting me? <laughs> Sir, your. <laughs> oh, my God. oh my God. That would be awesome. That really would be okay, awesome. Okay, that would have changed the whole game, but that's yeah. not what happened. <laughs> because what I ordered, I ordered, um, what's the pasta that, that Rachel loves? The bolognese? The, no, the one with the egg on it. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, shoot. The egg. You Carbonara. Know what Carbonara. Okay. Yes. It's supposed to be, it says Carbonara mm-hmm. is what it says. So I'm like, let me give the carbonara a shot. Mm-hmm. First of all, they had 13 different kinds of food on the, on the menu. They had fish, they had steak, they had pasta, they had sandwiches. I should have known, right? Yeah. And then you're paying like 40 bucks a plate for this. It's not right. cheap. But so when they bring the food, you know what shows up? Uh, like a ravioli <laughs> filled with duck fat and bacon jam. Oh. 
which is not at all what a carbonara is. <laughs> yeah. And it was filled with this, and it was made with beet paste. So oh, the no. pasta was made with beet paste, and it had bacon oh. and duck fat in it. It was absolutely horrific. It was, it was not, not even cooked well. Astrid orders a piece of fish, and they must have gone to the local senior citizen's garden. You know the kind that they, <laughs> they plant, the community garden? Yeah. They must have gone to the community garden and pulled every root vegetable possible, <laughs> not washed it, and put it on Astrid's plate. Because it was a huge bowl of root vegetables with a piece of sea bass that you could have used as a hockey puck on the back of it. It was the no. most awful restaurant. And the only time that the waiter or waitress even paid attention to us, even paid one bit of attention to us, was when it was time for the check. Oh, yeah. When I said, let me get the check. you've got to oh, get yeah. a follow-up, too. Like, how is your meal? Oh, no, 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 no. I there need no that, hot. like, yeah. very close to yep. the time after I get the meal. Not too soon. No, I like, want... Give me a little time give to Give me a couple it. bites. Yeah, yeah, but then I need a follow-up. She didn't care. They didn't care. No yeah. one cared. Only They only cared <laughs> when it was time for the bill to come, yes. because now we've racked up a $100 bill, and she mm-hmm. realizes there might be 20 bucks in this for me, or they realize right. this might be 20 bucks for me. So only then did she stop, and she was like, oh, well, what are you guys celebrating today? Oh, Oh, we're celebrating the death of my cat. It's fucking February 13th, you dingbat. What do you think we're celebrating? What are you celebrating today? We're celebrating that one day a year when we say I love you to each other. (laughs) Fucker. (laughs) I love you. (laughs) This could not have gone Worse. But Astrid and I had a good time. We laughed about the whole thing. Well, you got to just make fun of it and be like, we'll never come back. That's right. Here is the pact that all couples in any kind of relationship should make. Let me explain. We ought to put this on the treaty. Okay, let me get the book, the notebook. When you and your longtime loved one go trolling around town and it's time for a date night or it's time to go out and do some things together and you want to go to a nice meal, there's going to be Two parts of the conversation. Three parts of the conversation. One, you're already hungry, so you need something to eat, but no one can quite decide where to go, mm-hmm. right? And you say, what about this? Or what about that? And inevitably you go, eh, that wasn't good last time. Eh, we didn't <laughs> like that. Eh, smells like farts in a jar. Like, you know, there's all these reasons. The second part of the conversation is going to be, oh, there's that new restaurant we wanted true. to try. <laughs> That's true. Do you remember we drove by it yesterday? Dave and Bob told us it was fantastic. See if, uh, pull it up. See if we can get a reservation there. And then there's the third part of the conversation. Should we just go to Houston's? Right. <laughs> Where we yeah. know. Every couple in, who has a Houston's in their town knows this. They go, should we just go to Houston's? Yes. <laughs> because Houston's is going to knock it out of the park every fucking time. It's like McDonald's, yep. but you pay $3,000 yes. for it. It's really good food, right? Let me tell you what the treaty should be. Anytime. That you have that special night out alone when you guys are going to go together to spend some right. time, you know, loving on each other. Go to fucking Houston's. Forget the new restaurant. Because here's the conversation that inevitably happens after you go to the new <laughs> restaurant. We should have gone to Houston's. Yep. You should have gone to Houston's. Go to Houston's. Yeah. <laughs> That's Brian's advice for you. It almost is better if you try one of those new restaurants out with a group. Yes. Because that way, even if you two get something that's bad, you could maybe see other stuff that's good. Yes. And, you know, everybody's talking and it's a little bit louder anyways, and you could try it. I way. agree with you a thousand mm. percent. You go to those restaurants, you go with a group or on a non-special yeah. occasion, so you got really nothing to lose. Exactly. You always have a backup plan at home, too. You got you got to have, like, the frozen pizza somewhere right. stuffed away. <laughs> yes. I am a notoriously finicky eater. 
I'm not picky about what I eat, but I'm finicky about whether or not I like it. Uh-huh. And this is like a running joke in my household, right? Brian, we're going to go somewhere and Brian's not going to like it. <laughs> but I never say anything. I'm not a complainer. I just will push my food around and then, you know, throw the plate. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to make you feel uncomfortable yeah. when I go, <laughs> when I sigh a lot. <sighs> <sighs> Man, I really wanted that to be good. I'm so fucking hungry. Guess I'll eat that frozen pizza. <laughs> yeah, you Should have gone to Houston. <laughs> Should have gone to Houston. So... When I go to a restaurant, my standards are high for what I'm going to like because I worked in the restaurant business for so long and I've seen it done poorly so many times. Mm -hmm. I can never unsee what I saw. I can never not be a restaurant worker. Mm -hmm. I can never not look at a restaurant in a certain way. There's lots of restaurants that do it great, but there's lots of restaurants that do it poorly. And so if you do a couple things poorly, my opinion automatically starts to sour and it really doesn't matter what comes out on the plate. If it's bad food, if it's good food, if I haven't enjoyed the experience so far, I'm not going to want to go back there, right? right? I'm not going to want to go back. That's why in this treaty, when you have that favorite restaurant that you go to, Houston's or whatever it is, and you say, it's a special night, let's go out, let's treat each other, let's have some fun, let's made some love, let's do it. Go to Houston's. Go to Houston's. Just go to Houston's! Or that special Italian restaurant you like. Oh, yeah. Everybody has that Italian that restaurant. That special one yeah. that you just know is good. We've got that one. Mine is Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Let me introduce you to what yeah. we've got in downtown. Here's your frozen pasta, sir. <laughs> but free breadsticks to make you fatter. <laughs> the breadsticks and the salad are good. I will say that. Uh. You, I didn't even like those last time I went there. I'll never go back. You'll never go back? Mm-mm. No, I will never go back either. <laughs> okay. I've got one up at the corner. I've got one like it, within earshot of my uh, <laughs> yeah. of my house, and I just despise that place. And every time my father comes in, and father in law comes in town, he, he wants, wants to, to go. go, and he's always making fun of me. Let's go to Olive Garden. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Here's <laughs> your you, water. Sir. Here's your water, sir. <laughs> Do you and do you and Jeff have the same problem that Astrid and I have, which is when we're hungry? No, we stick to what we know. Oh man, yeah, we, we usually do. stick to what we know. We usually do, but I mean, you can't go to Houston's every single time. No, but I guess we've you got, could. We've got like four go tos. You've got four go to restaurants. Got, yeah, we've got an Italian, and then we've got a pizza, like uh, an upscale pizza. I like upscale pizza with the good salads and yep. things like that. Good apps. Uh, and then you've got the good, like, just American place, Houston's. Mm-hmm. And, oh, God. Uh, Houston's is good so Mexican, good. Good Mexican, too. You got to have a good Mexican. Mm-hmm. You got to have a good Italian. You got to have a good, like, like uh, mid-casual. Like, oh, right. not quite fine. Like a Houston's. Not quite fine dining. Yeah. You got to have a good, we're going to go spend $500 on dinner. Yes. Got to have one of those good ones. That's mm-hmm. where I think you can really take chances. Yeah. Is that you can go to a place that other people have gone to where they spent a lot of money and they said it was fantastic. Usually, they're Right. Right. Usually when you're spending that kind of money, someone's paying attention to service and style. Um, But it's like those middle of the Mm. line, like, you know, you're paying a hundred bucks for dinner for the both of you. It's those restaurants where so many restaurants fall short. But if you have a good Mexican and you have a good Italian Mm -hmm. and you have a good, uh, you know, for us, Venezuelan, and then you got a good mid casual Mm -hmm. restaurant, you know what? Just go to Houston's. (laughs) That's all I got to say. Just go to Houston's. I'm hungry. I know. <laughs> now I'm hungry. All that talk of food. Uh, all that talk of food's got me hungry. Well, <laughs> until next year when I say I love you to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
We got so much wonderful stuff coming up in season four for you. We're so excited. And one of the things that you can do now to participate with us is you can call 775-TCB-LIVE. 775-TCB-LIVE. If you'd like to be a part of the show, Monday through Thursday, noon to 5 p.m., call. And if we're around, we'll answer the If we're around and we want to, we'll answer the phone. If not, leave a message and we may call you back. That's a... We call that a, a new component to the show, Chrissy. Okay. Took a lot of brainstorming to get that one. I had to go all the way back to radio 1939 to get that idea. <laughs> nice. And then Good I had job. to buy equipment from 1939 <laughs> to make it work. <laughs> because when's the last time you had a guy installing a phone line in your house? It's been a while. It's been a long time. Mm-hmm. So 775 TCB Live. If you want to text us, 855 TCB 8383 TCB 8383. Text us. It's never spam. We promise we will respond directly to you. We'd love to hear your content ideas, your comments, questions, or concerns. Anything else, you can text it to 855-TCB-8383 or go to the website, tcbpodcast.com, and hit the Contact Us button. If you want your 21 EPM sticker, text us, email us. Make sure you leave your address and your name. And there it is. There's a 21 EPM sticker. I love it. It's really I love cool. It too. I really want to put it on the back of my. I don't have any bumper stickers, but I'm I'm tempted to put that one on the back of my car. You should. I know I should because that's probably the only way I'm ever going <laughs> to see one on the back of a car. Actually, we've given quite a few of them away, so yes. we're really excited about that. You want yours? You know what to do: email or text at the commercial break on Instagram. Follow us if you would. Uh, TCB Live on TikTok. I just started posting again on TikTok. Ooh. I'd say posting again. I never posted in the first place. But. <laughs> and YouTube.com slash the commercial break. Full episodes available the same day that they air on the audio feed. We're super excited about that. Subscribe to the channel. If you would, please like and comment on your favorite video. It really does help us grow the audience. And Lord knows we need the help. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> okay, Chrissy. Well, we've talked a lot about food, so I think we should go get some food. I think so, too. All Let's right. Let's Olive Garden. I love you. I love you. Best to you. Best to you. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. Until next time, Chrissy and I must say, we do say, and we always say, goodbye. goodbye.